to Expounded Universe, Season 17, Episode 6, The Vendalian Wife Explainer. The book, Coruscant, Streets of Shadows, Deadly Nights, I don't remember. Uh, volume 2, Chapters 11 and 12, with your hosts, Jeff and John. Hey, let's go! Welcome to Expounded Universe, the Star Wars Expanded Universe novel discussion podcast. I'm Jeff, joined as always by my noisy, disrespectful, stinky co-host John with surprisingly shiny hair. Hi, Jeff. It's very nice to be here. Yeah, I know. I'm glad you're here, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's so nice to be near you. You're so pleasant to I be know. around. I'm so much fun to be around with my cantankerousness. <laughs> yeah. My general whole vibe. That whole thing you got going on. I'm just very tired. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't worry about it. I'll be okay. It was a, it was a long day. Yeah. So uh, how are you? I'm all right. I think I might have some allergies or something. My eyes are all itchy. Huh. You know. You when should you got scratch them. Them itchy eyes. Yeah, just reach in there and scratch them. Yeah, that'll Where work. we're podcasting, you won't need eyes to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your room. I won't need eyes to see in your room. <laughs> No, you can see by smell in here. Yeah, it's fine. It's, uh, it smells like 16 different scented candles because I can't choose a scent. Yeah, I'm like Daredevil in here, but for smells instead yeah. of here. You're like, oh man, it smells like you store the cat food in here so the cat won't claw it open. And also it smells like a bunch of scented candles. And a cat's butt. And a, Oh, maybe a little bit like a cat's butt. Yeah. Maybe a little. Maybe I'm, a little I'm, cat yeah. butt. Maybe a tiny cat butt. Just From a, a tiny cat. An adorable, the butt of the smallest cat in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're good, though. Yeah. No. Okay. Glad to hear it. I went to the zoo today. I take Sage to the zoo like once a week. Yeah. You know, stay-at-home podcast dad means that, that I, I, I bought a zoo membership because San Diego's got a really nice zoo, and like once a week, I'll get her down there really early in the morning to try and get her tired for a nap, and it, it worked. It, it worked. So it was, a good, it was a good morning. We saw a lot of bears. Ooh, my favorites. Yeah, lots of bears today. We saw the polar bears, the sun bears, the spectacled bears, the... Did you see some moon bears? Not, but we did see a sloth bears. Yeah. Yeah, so so bears aplenty. Nice. Mm-hmm. And a couple of lions. Good times. Good. Mm-hmm. And uh, other than that, I guess we should talk about this book. I guess. I mean, there's so much to talk about. Hell we yeah. We had another chapter where Orsing gets beat up for 20 minutes and considers it a win. Yep. But God the, bless. But that's the second chapter. <laughs> this this book really needs to stop doing that. Yeah, just keep her off screen if all she's going to do is get her ass kicked. Because, like, I, you know, looking at the front cover, I was just realizing, I was like, oh, I guess that's probably Aura Singh in the little, like, shattered mirror things that are spinning around our main characters. Yeah, I believe that. I, well, yeah, given some of them might be... V- supposed to be deja but no i because because uh because uh, uh aura Singh in particular has like a red stripe across her eyes and uh a top knot so i well, I, think, I can't see the top of her head yeah i think i think some of them are her yeah maybe all of them i don't know yeah but what i was thinking is i'm like man if this is going to be your main antagonist mm-hmm. because you're trying to save vader for book three yeah they didn't he fight vader in book one i thought we no, he fought she's or vader is basically the constant background threat is what I'm getting okay. until book three when they actually duke it out. All right, that makes sense. But like, 
if you're using Orasing as a main, like, antagonist, one, we're about halfway through and they mm-hmm. haven't, you know... Tangled? He, not even tangled. Orasing doesn't know fucking dick one about Jack's Pavan or yeah. where he is. She just knows she's hunting him, but her hunting him seems to consist of reporting to Vader over and over again and just kind of stalking around random locations. He's like, yeah, maybe if I... Walk around this place, I'll find something. Oh, I didn't. It's like she's playing Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego, and everyone else is having a regular Star Wars adventure. So she'll just be like, well, here I am in Colonial Williamsburg. Excuse me there, young silversmith. Might you know where Jax Pavon is? (laughs) Ah, rumor has it that Jax Pavon was located where our founding fathers signed the Declaration of Independence. (laughs) Well, that would be... On a piece of paper. I must away. <laughs> ah, now to get onto a piece of paper. <laughs> Good work, gumshoe. <laughs> uh, he is on a piece of paper. Man, it's it's just sad. Like, I don't even care if we do the second chapter first, because it on. has nothing to do with anything. There's no chronological relevance between these two chapters. So if you want to start with the second one, be my guest. Yeah, just because you brought it up. It's so sad Mm -hmm. because like she shows up to Vader's place and I don't know why because it's not like she's got nothing. She shows up basically hat in hand. Yeah. She just kind of goes, hey, uh, you wanted to see me? What? I got nothing. And he's like, all right, well, do you need anything? She's like, nah, I'm just fucking around mostly. (laughs) He's like, all right, well, you're a dumb asshole. We've already met and you've already demonstrated that you can use the dark side to kick my ass. But I, I just figured I'd show up again, and I, I, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna have some bullshit in, internal monologue about my hunter's instincts or whatever, and how I need to like respect my bosses or something. But this is the same meeting that we already had, except you kick my ass more this time. Oh yeah, because this time it's not like oh I just you know I got surprised and then he took my weapon away or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like this time Vader is straight up goading her. Yeah, he's like, come on. Come on, you little baby. What are you going to do about it? Huh? Is baby going to cry? Well, we start huh? the, the second chapter. Start, uh, the, one of the funny things about this, the second chapter in the, uh, that we're reading today, chapter 12, is that I don't know whose point of view we're from most of the time. It feels like it's a long monologue about what Vader is like starts from her point of view and ends with his. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing because she I mean, I'm, I'm assuming this is supposed to be the author trying to make her look badass because basically she deplay, displays a wikipedia level awareness of vader's motivations where she comes in she's like no one knows anything about vader but i think he's more machine than man probably burned in some kind of fire attack probably needs a respirator system to leave or live definitely driven by hate what does he hate oh lots of things but probably one or two things in particular i bet he uses a red lightsaber i bet his (laughs) name is anakin skywalker he was probably born in 26 bby (laughs) uh yeah, it's not great. Yeah, I don't. I, by the way, that's not correct. He, he had to have been born sometime in the forty BBY range, really. Uh, sometime in the forties. Yeah, uh, but but yeah, I, it's it, the thing is, I'm sure that's supposed to make her look like insightful and badass. But really, what it makes her look like is that the author wants her to be smarter than she should be. Because well, it, it, it makes her read like a DM PC. Well, I mean, a lot of it is like, oh, there's conjecture that he was probably fucked up by fire or acid Mm -hmm. because that's why he's in that thing and you know you can hear the respirator there's a lot of stuff in there that you're like all right this is fine but as soon as she's like he's powered by hate and let me tell you about that hate and Mm -hmm. you're like wait a minute 
How do you know anything about this? Some say he sleeps sitting up. And I'm like, come on. I know you had that one shot of that in Empire or whatever, but you don't get to just say it now. Uh, I guess maybe she made a really high knowledge check. Yeah. She's like, oh, I've been, I don't know, chatting with the Red Guards while I was on my way in here. No, you weren't. They don't talk. <laughs> they Also, are... what are they even doing there? Those are the Emperor's bodyguards. Well, maybe the Emperor is somewhere. Maybe he's busy and so Vader borrowed his royal honor guard. Yeah, he's like, give me two of these red ones. Well, some of these cool red ones. The Emperor's like, no, that's the... Everything else in the Empire is black or white. I get the cool red shit. That's my whole thing. Like, I already let on. you slide on the lightsaber. <laughs> uh, I need to be different from you. God, it's like you're my little brother. <laughs> Don't get me started on those TIE fighter guys who keep wanting one red one. And I have to be like, no, sorry, guys. We can't afford red paint or whatever. When are they going to get it through their skulls that I'm special? <laughs> I'm the cool one. <laughs> I'm the Emperor, and there's some schmoes who are going to die in unshielded fighters, because I am special. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she just walks in, has a full internal monologue about how she knows everything about Vader, which is silly, uh, and then Vader's just like, what? <laughs> Seriously, what? What do you want? Yeah, like, it doesn't feel like, oh, Vader summoned her. It definitely just feels like she showed up for some reason but we never get that reason because she's like, hey, I don't know dick about shit. And Vader's like, oh, that's probably because you suck. Yeah, because you're a big dumb idiot. I like the part where it transitions smoothly from her point of view to his uh, as we discuss how she is completely unarmed. And it's like, yes, Vader may be uh, may be arrogant and strong, but he's no fool so as to let a trained murderess in here who would straight up murder him instantly had she the time. And then... <laughs> The dark side is powerful and can give you many advantages, but that's no reason to be sloppy and let someone have a gun. No, it pretty much is sloppy. It's it's a it's a great reason to be sloppy. He can stop blaster bolts in midair. He can he can fling her around the room like nothing. Uh, it's just her pumping herself up, which just makes the fact that he immediately throws her around the room a bunch feel even less earned. I don't know. She never stands a chance. No, it's very sad. I mean, she just lost a fight to Captain Typho. <laughs> and she's like, I could probably take Vader. <laughs> I'm just going to keep well, climbing the tier list. Just absolutely gets just led into a fight where yes. Vader's like, hey, hey, guess what? You're a little bitch baby. And what? What do you want? Money? Yeah. Most pieces of shit do want money. Yeah. Like you, you piece of shit. I also... I got to say, it can't be easy to write Vader dialogue because the, the urge is probably to write Anakin dialogue since, you know, this is only a couple of years after he got, it got Vaderized. Uh, but he writes Vader dialogue like Vader is a robo man. So all of his stuff is like, yes, that is appropriate for those who are guided by the principle of wanting some goddamn money. OK, well, what are you guided by? People should be united by order and discipline. You're like, that's not Vader doesn't give a shit about how people are united. <laughs> He just stalks around on pure hate. <laughs> he's just a big hate fuck machine. Yeah, he's he's an attack. He's the emperor's attack dog. <laughs> yes, he technically has like motivations of his own, but none of them are city state building. <laughs> yeah, he's never out there like, yes, and this is how we will build a city with correct street layout. <laughs> no, he doesn't care. <laughs> it's going to go 
east-west by letter and north-south by number. That way, everyone will easily understand a map layout. <laughs> uh, nope. Vader is just like, hey, hey, I'm going to beat the shit out of you unless you do what I want. Yeah, so she's just like getting slowly more and more goaded, and finally she gets pissed off, and it's great, because we're getting the standard description of just exactly how crazy badass she is, like, oh, running so fast that not even a droid can keep up with the speed that she is moving, and then Vader just sort of pokes her in the back. Yeah. The, it's, <laughs> one of my favorite things, because, like, after she gets pissed off enough, she's like, oh, I'm just going to take a swing at this guy, and he just, like, force flings her across the room and is like, no. Yeah. Well, and she, then like, she lands and is like, fuck you! And does like a flying kick and he just sort of casually ducks and then goes, boop! Yeah, just gives <laughs> her a little poop on the back. And there's a whole thing where she's still flying through the air having been booped on the back and being like, he could have instantly snapped my spine there. His choosing not to is a sign of respect and a sign of disrespect. Oh, yeah. It was just like, oh, if he had actually put any force into that, where he hit my back with that reflex, he could have just essentially crippled me. I but just, instead, he just went... I love that her initial plan was to just go punch him in the face. Yep. She was just like, oh, that's enough. I'm, that's enough out of you. And all he's been is... All he said is like, you want money, child? Oh, yeah. He's just like, look, you're a dog of the Empire. All you want is money. You're just a mercenary. And let's face it, not a very good one. Which is funny because he, he opens this conversation by being like, uh, you, yeah, you know, it, I do this for my own reasons, just like I assume you do. And she's like, yeah, money. And he's like, oh, I'm not guided by money. I'm guided by something else. I am guided by discipline. And she's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just take the money. And, yeah, but that's great. Unity's fine and all, but I don't buy me food. Yeah. And then uh, apparently this back and forth is enough to just send her into an apoplexy. And she's like, well, I'm just going to walk right up to him and take a shot at his face and see what that helmet's made of. Oh. And his response is, yeah, just boop, just pushes her backwards and she goes flying across the room, wow. lands against, smashes into a wall, and then gets described as having awesome cat-like reflexes when she lands from this wall smash on her feet. Yeah, she rolls from the being flung with the force to be like, ah, oh, I've rolled and gotten to my feet, leapt immediately! Yeah, then she leaps into a jump kick and we have to get a description of how badass her jump kick is because she's like, I swing out with one leg and then, in an act of confusion, jump kick even faster and harder with the other leg who can see it coming! I spin midair to kick with the other foot! And you're like, all right. Okay, sure. that sounds super awesome. I bet you did a quarter circle back and kick before that. Uh, and, and Vader's uh, just like, nah, bro. Dink! And... <laughs> And then there's one more. She tries to do a sweep the leg on him, which yeah. honestly, he responds by force pushing her into the ground so that she's stuck there. But I would have far preferred it. And I was hoping this is what would happen if he just no selled it. Oh, yeah, because I thought that's what was going to happen. That's right? what happened, because when he initially writes out like, oh, and I, I'm going to try and sweep his leg and get him off balance. But then, you He's know, got, like he iron oak feet or something. But it was like attacking, you know, a tree. And I thought for sure her leg just hit the side of his and he looked down. Yeah. And he was like, what are you doing? Come on, man. <laughs> I'm a robot. What do you think you're doing? I weigh 700 pounds. I don't think you understand. I sleep standing up because lying down takes an engine haul. <laughs> uh, but instead, he just sort of like force uh, waves. Yeah, he like, just goes Burr, and pushes her into the ground with force. And she... Ken goes flying back like this is enough force energy that like the guards outside felt it. <laughs> yeah, they all get knocked down too. And she is full on immobilized. Oh yeah, she's and being she's like 
slammed against the wall again, but now just held there. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just looking at her like, huh, hmm, yeah. Hmm. And she finally, she's, she's getting goaded so much. She's like, great, fine. Fucking kill me. Let's get this over with. What am I still alive for you, dick? What are you doing? And he's like, ho, 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 ho. I would never. And I love that. They're like, Vader laughs. No one in the galaxy has heard Vader laugh except Aura sing. And I'm like, that's not. Oh, uh, yeah. You, she's <laughs> such a badass. You got her. She has been clowned on so hard that the biggest stoic in the galaxy got a chuckle out of it. The most badass thing she really could have done in this scenario is after she got battened into the wall the first time to stand up and dust herself off and go, yeah, okay. Yeah, I get it. I got it. I get it. As opposed to this whole thing where she apparently has no learn to her. No. <laughs> like, each time she comes charging back in, you're like, this is only getting less badass. Yeah, because if she had, like, oh, he goads her and she takes a swing, and then he just, like, flings her back, and he was like, good, I'm glad to see that hate is in you, or whatever. Yeah. Be like, the reason I was goading you is because I wanted you to be all dark sidey. Yeah. Because I know you have some force ability. But, but instead, it's just, <laughs> you're just such a chump. Yeah. <laughs> I just I'm, I'm at the point where I'm picturing him just holding her by by the heads, and just swinging. Not fair! Oh, I'm telling mom. <laughs> I didn't have my chakras aligned properly. Plus, I'm not wearing my ninja tabby boots. <laughs> uh, but instead, Vader just laughs at her and is like, "What? I, look, you're still better than like 99 percent of the chuckle fucks I have working for me. Like, have you seen the average stormtrooper? I'm not going to kill you. That's why I hired you is because you are badass. You're just not Vader badass. But, you know, don't feel bad. No one is. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's the same thing. Like, I'm not running up trying to punch the emperor in the nuts right now because he'll <laughs> fucking blast my shit into oblivion. I'm not quite old enough and dead inside enough yet to realize I could just take that and throw him off a railing. <laughs> I'm still got I'm still got a little fear in me. Yeah. So you know hierarchies. Yeah. Learn your place. Just just be the assassin I hired you to be. You don't need to kick my ass. There's no point. <laughs> what do you think would even happen if you managed to land a punch? He on even me? mentions that he's like, and if you if you, any of this dumb crap you've been doing for the past five minutes succeeded, no one would sign your checks. Yeah. You you would get none of that money we were just talking about. And probably murdered by the Empire. Yeah. Here, let me do my my, my impression of what would happen when he tried to get the checks. <laughs> uh, no, someone kill this lady. <laughs> Welcome to the first bank of Palpatine. Why don't you go fuck yourself? <laughs> oh, sorry. I was looking for something more in blonde and stupid. <laughs> I mean, you do got the stupid part yeah, down. Yeah, but... I mean, that whole mercenary face paint robot headdress nonsense you got, it's doing nothing for me, man. I... <laughs> Uh, and you killed my Vader. I mean, I just... Where am I going to get another one of those, huh? Uh, that was not easy to come up with. You know how much, how, how much I had to pay the vet bill for this guy? <laughs> he had distemper when I got him. <laughs> and heartworm. <laughs> so, yeah, he's just like, look, look, calm down, for God's sake. I need you to go kill, get Jax Pavon or whatever the hell my instructions were. Just go do that, for God's sake. We don't need to keep having these little tests of of, uh, of strength or whatever. And and as she, she smiles at him and leaves, and it's like, ah, oh, a mirthless smile. This is yet to be settled. And you're like, come on. No, no, <laughs> it's pretty much been settled twice now. Yeah, just stop. Maybe you're a threat to Jax. I doubt it. I feel like if Typho could take you, Jax and his extra Jedi and his laser droid. 
Yeah. He's got a super combat droid and another Jedi who is a super combat badass. Yeah. Nah, maybe 1v1 you could take Jax. Maybe. Maybe. This would probably have been a better book overall if they had not done the Typho fight. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Because at least with her getting clowned on by Vader, you're like, yeah, but that's Vader. When you're playing like Lego Star Wars, you only use Typho in the level where you have to. (laughs) After that, he just stands around in the hub city and is like, yes, hello, I am Captain Typho. You can tell me from my uncle because he's the one with the eye patch. Would you like me to come with you? I can do shoot and I can build basic non-force stuff. (laughs) And you're like, ugh, no. Why would I Well, I'm going to go get Yoda and Yaddle. They go find some little green bastards and run around. Both of them have the force, buddy. <laughs> My dude, you ain't got nothing going for you. Are you at least going to unlock Aura Sing? Uh, no, eh. you have to like collect all the letters in Aura Sing around the levels, and that's just a bunch of work. I'm, <laughs> eh, gu- I'm good. Not worth it. <laughs> yeah, it, it just kind of it, it colors the rest of the book that she loses to Typho right away, and we still have to read all these chapters where she doesn't actually do anything but preen and lose. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Book, you are not selling me on this villain. You should have introduced some random chumps for her to take out. Yeah. Make it so that, like, she finds, I don't know, some of the people in their network that are getting people off planet and beats the shit out of them or yeah, something. Maybe she accidentally finds, like, almost a Jedi Master, Pax Javon, and has to fight him. And she's like, are you Jax Pavon? And he's like, no, but fuck you for asking. And then they fight. How and dare she, you? And she wins, and that'd be fine. Uh, maybe there's some Wookiee that uh, she already kicked a Wookiee's ass, but he was like an old mangy Wookiee. That was not cool. <laughs> I mean, she didn't kick oh, his that's ass. Right. It was like some other guys. It was just like, hey, look at that mangy old Wookiee. Yeah. And you're like, yep. Yep. Sure enough. I hope you don't have to kick his ass. <laughs> we don't even get to see her kick anyone's ass. No, it's just described as if it's going to happen at the end of the chapter, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, it doesn't. They like beat her up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I totally would have won that. Uh. <laughs> Vader's just like, now, now. You guys came at me from behind. <laughs> Plus, I'm not allowed to fight you without registering my lethal my hands as lethal weapons. <laughs> also, my mom said I can't fight today. <laughs> I gotta save it up for my uh, Jeet Kune Do tournament. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the, te- the bad guy team. They're still having an argument over what nickname to give me. <laughs> I think it's probably going to be Viper. <laughs> Psycho is still riding high, though. <laughs> Just <laughs> gross. Anyway, we should probably do the first chapter. Yeah. So when last we left our main characters, uh, they had decided, all right, uh, the main patron of Vesvolet mm-hmm. was Baron Umber. Yeah. Baron Umberbite. <laughs> and he is. <laughs> Can I clash with you guys? <laughs> <laughs> he is. Super rich. He's in the richest part of town where Shizor had his restaurant. Yeah. The, the Manor Eye Hills. Yep. I mean, Shizor wasn't even rich enough to live in them. His restaurant just had a view of them. <laughs> uh, Yeah, well, he didn't want to live there. He wanted to live on the second best skyhook. Yeah, he was on a skyhook, which I guess is one step above living in the hills. I guess. <clears throat> yeah, so... So anyway, we're we're going up to a a big old castle in the Malibu Coruscant Hills of Manorai, and sure enough, it's a house where like, like it it's like part museum, like it's an autonomous home where you don't uh, other people can come in, do business, and so on, and leave without ever miss, meeting the guy who lives there. Yeah, but they're there to meet him, so they uh, are greeted by a protocol droid 
who's just like, ah, yes, it is excellent to meet any friends of Baron Umber. Please come in. I'm sure he will be delighted by this unexpected and yet very welcome visit. <laughs> Definitely great. No problem. No sarcasm here. I'm a regular droid. <laughs> Let me go get him. I'm sure he will be thrilled. <laughs> he really wants to be your friends. <laughs> I've just been programmed to speak this way. <laughs> this is not a verbo brain mistake. I am not being sarcastic. <laughs> Thank you, Sarcast3PO. <laughs> uh, but, but they get to meet him. Yeah, and, you know, they get let in, and of course, <clears throat> he's got just a ton of not just Vesvalet's art, which he does have a bunch of pieces of, mm -hmm. but he's just got a shit ton of art everywhere. You can tell he's one of those, like, collectors. So every square inch of this giant estate is like, here's paintings and light sculptures and uh, regular sculptures. And you name it, he's got art of all kinds of descriptions. And all of the Vesvalet stuff is on pedestals that are slowly moving all over the facility and rotating in place when they aren't going like they're, they're like yeah. mounted on Roombas yeah well they got like little little hover things so they're just like yeah, yeah so the, they, they are constantly lighting up different parts of the building and rotating so you can appreciate all of their various subtleties yes and uh this is our first time that Jax has ever seen any of these arts and he's like wow those are fascinating look at those they're like you know, one very nice color, and then they kind of are a weird shape. They just, they look a lot like just sort of a, a fucked up lightsaber. That's, that's like, if I were to describe it, and this is when I-5 finally drops like, yeah, duh, they're made of lightsaber crystals. Yeah. They, in effect, they are lightsabers. <laughs> Basically, this is what if you took a lightsaber and made it go all twisty mm -hmm. and gave it some extra colors. Yeah, like I'm, I'm already detecting compressed energy crystals in every one of these. You got Atagon, you got Luxum, all the good types of lightsaber crystals right up in front of you, right inside those, uh, those arts there. Hmm, art. Art. And that's when they notice the Baron. Baron Umber is a, what, validi v venereal? Vidalian. Vidalian. He's, a, he's an onion. Yeah, he's a Vidalian uh -huh. from the city of Vidalia Onion. Yeah, and... uh we get a brief description. He's humanoid. He's he's gaunt and skinny, slightly taller than average, and has a very slightly vulpine cast to his features, which for the uh, the uninitiated, uncultured swine among you means fox-like. Oh, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> <laughs> nay. <laughs> I say thee nay. This is how Vader doth talk now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old-timey now. Prithee. <laughs> Wilt thou, Terry? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but this is Baron Umber, and uh, he is just a little skeleton of a man. Yeah, just a skinny little dude with fox face. And he comes out, and he's like, hi, yes, I recognize Deja. And Deja, just like two hours ago, I got the terrible news. I'm so sorry. Yeah, those... Little bastards over at the police station came by here and told me. Some what snotty little prefect. Yeah. He's not happy about Horse Paul or whatever his name is either. Ah, uh, Horse Paul. <laughs> my favorite YouTuber. I don't remember his name, but I'm pretty sure those syllables are sort of there. Pole House. Pole House. Okay. Horse Paul it is. <laughs> Horse Paul. <laughs> Pole House cookies. Uh, so, yeah, he's met with Pole House. He is beside himself sad to hear about Vess Follette because, you know, while him and Vallette were politically very different, they agreed greatly over art, and he is one of the very few people on the planet who has made a good customer for the weird person that was Vess Follette. Oh, yeah, and he's like, you know, the first time I ever saw any of these pieces, I knew, 
I've got to have one of these. Mm -hmm. And one turned into two and so on. But I spent enough time there that I actually got to be friends with Volette and, you know, Deja as well. Yeah, Deja is a very good friend of mine. Uh, and this is going to start an interesting side note right here as he's talking about how he's Dijon's a friend, which is Jack's being wildly, obviously jealous. <laughs> uh, it is unpleasant. His his opinions on women are starting to kind of burble to the surface. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but it gets worse. So we'll just keep pushing forward. Uh, at this point, he, uh, Jax is like, yeah, hi, uh, Deja hired me and my companions is like outside the system you know to look into the whole thing because you know a cab so i'm here yeah, you see where i'm going with this so i just want to ask you a couple of questions and he's like well you don't think i'm a suspect do you and this is at this point this is when i5 makes himself known by being like the worst yeah up until this point uh the baron has basically dismissed i5 doesn't you know say anything he's like ah yes you and your one friend that is here mm -hmm. basically treating i5 like an appliance there's a point where he points out that i5 is a specific type of droid yeah. he's like ah yes one of the old scantron models or whatever <laughs> yes quite ah yes one of the old blue book test models <laughs> quite rare these days and you've done an excellent job on a restoration probably as a curiosity or conversation piece i imagine and i5 at that point chooses to be like Yes, well, Oscar Wilde and you then. <laughs> and, and this is enough. The the little bit of back backsass from I five is enough to send the Baron into like an a, a, like a paroxysm of of rage. He's like, I don't re recall allowing you to speak. No one said you had permission to speak to me. I'm the Baron. Yeah, and, God and, damn it! Don't any of you think that I know what I'm doing? <laughs> and also, I, I think it was specifically that. It wasn't that he insulted the droid. It was uh, that Deja was like, yeah, I hired these guys to look into it. And and uh, the Baron's like, well, I don't know why you did that. Nothing they do will be admissible in any kind of court tribunal. And immediately I-5 is like, yes, we will. Based on deontological grounds, there is a legal precedent for why we'd be able to have his speech. And he's like, how dare you speak in my presence? I am the Baron. Yeah. And then I-5's like, well, you see, I know about the law mm -hmm. and I'm going to tell you you're dumb. Why you booing? I'm right. <laughs> uh, why would you say something so brave yet so controversial? <laughs> but yeah, Jax tries to intervene. He's like, look, my droid's got, you know, kind of a weird personality. It's it's a side effect of his his old fashioned design or whatever. But but uh, he is right that technically anything we do is accessible by a tribunal. The reason we've been hired is because we can work channels that the police are not allowed to. You see where we're coming from. Do you mind if I ask you some questions? And it's not quite there yet. The, uh, the Baron's still like, well, I don't I don't think this answers for your speaking out of turn, droid, just because you're correct about the law. <laughs> uh, the I love the Baron in this as a classic sort of noir character. Mm-hmm. Of a very good, like, I'm a rich person that you can just, it's okay if you're like, fuck this guy. Like, he didn't do it very clearly, but also fuck this guy. Yeah. No, if anything, his wife obviously did it. Ah. That's pretty obvious, right? Eh. Th that's who did it. Uh -huh. But, yeah, they go back and forth a little bit, asking him questions about, um, you know, vests. And we get a whole bunch more Deja talking about what vests was like, where, where she's like, look, the reason that we got along so well with the Baron is because he paid the price and didn't ask a whole lot of questions and accepted that Vess was the artist. We had a lot of problems where people would. Vess is a weird dude. 
A lot of the times, he's an he, artist. He would turn down huge sums of money uh, rather than make any small change to anything he made. Yeah, we, we had a we had a Coruscant guy once ask him like, "Hey, could you please change the color of this so that it would match the decor of my house?" And Vest just gave him his money back and walked away because he was like, "No, I'm not going to change the color of this. I am an artist, and that's the color that entered my head." Yeah, that's the way the piece is, and you will either have it as is or not at all. Mm-hmm. That's just the kind of that's the kind of guy he was. And, Jax is like, okay, fine. Baron, did you guys ever have any like fights or anything? He's like, yeah, we we had raised voices a couple of times because we disagree on politics a great deal, but we were truly friends. Oh, yeah. He's like, you know, we never really got into arguments about art because I understand art and the artist. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I loved about him was that he was very direct in everything that he did. And of course, Jax is like, so direct as to be offensive? So offensive as to have someone murder him? <laughs> He's like, no, he was just straightforward. What are you talking about? Yeah, everyone's just like, could you stop with that? And this is I-5's, I-5's the real Columbo of the group because he's just like, and, you know, obviously anyone who was a good friend of his might have killed him to increase the value of his art. Yeah, anyone who was a collector of a lot of pieces of his would have a lot of value tied up in that. Yeah, and he's like, has the value of this art already increased? And the Baron's like, no, obviously it has not yet increased. It's, it would take... Um, like, the amount of time for his death to get out there. Yeah, and then that would still need to affect the speculation market. It would take a long time for any of these pieces to increase in value as a result of his death. So it's not a short-term crime you're looking for, sir. Plus, you're not looking at me because I wouldn't sell a single one of these pieces for any amount of money. As you can already tell, I am stupid wealthy. Yeah, my, uh, my lifestyle is pretty much taken care of. I don't think you understand. I'm not like, ooh, I need a get-rich-quick ski. Yeah, he's like, I don't need to sell stuff. I buy stuff. I'm at that phase of life. <laughs> Even if I moved into destitution somehow, I still wouldn't part with the Volette pieces. They're the best stuff I've got. Yeah. Like, they have the most significance to me. They're the best art I have and the most emotionally important art that I have. Yeah, that reminded me, by the way, that there's because we're talking about lifestyles uh, that there's a point of with, the rich and famous of the rich and famous. Yeah, actually. Yes. There's a point in the previous, in the, in the preceding, the next chapter where, uh, in an attempt to look like she's an edgy badass who don't care about Vader or Singh is stomping around and she goes like, Hmm, your house seems to favor the abstract of art. Do you care for abstract art? And he's like, yes, I appreciate mathematical precision and orthogonal shapes in my art. <laughs> No, he doesn't. He does. Anakin has never cared about yeah. mathematical precision. Yeah, that's the weirdest thing. Like, unless they rewired his brain to, like, droid stuff, I, I feel like Va that's just a weird thing to have Vader say, just because he sleeps in an octagon in one of the movies 30 years from now. And even then, I'm like, yeah, it's not because he's like, ah, oh, I'm in a stark room with just a couple things in it. Ah, oh, because you enjoy math? No, because I don't need anything. I'm mostly robot what do you think i'm not having dinner in here what do you think is going on and i'm driven by hate <laughs> my chauffeur hate yes hate a neat little man with black teeth exactly the sort of man i like to hire over and over again a little man love him i always have a little guy that's my whole thing in every book there's a weird little man that attends to me there's just a little guy and it's his birthday <laughs> Please don't hurt him. It's just his birthday. <laughs> He's just a little guy. <laughs> Whose voice is this, anyway? <laughs> <laughs> He's just a little guy. It's me, Vader. <laughs> hey, Danny DeVito here is Vader. How you doing? <laughs> uh, anyway, yes. So the Baron is very much like, 
no, not only would I not kill him over a disagreement, because that would be real stupid, mm -hmm. but also, I don't need money. I'm not going to kill him for money. Like, the, I'm just a rich guy. Like, yeah. It's fine. I I bought like 50% of the stuff he made. I wanted him alive so I could buy more of his stuff. <laughs> Clearly, I like this stuff. Yeah. But at this point, we get there's a lot of back and forth about motives and what have you. And eventually Jax notices behind sort of behind a pillar, uh, a new person has entered the room. Yeah, he's just like, "Oh, there's someone in the other room who's mm -hmm. like peeking in." Yeah, and and he's like, "And you live here alone?" and then makes sort of like a you know, an, a, 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 like a peering gesture. And the Baron's like, oh, hey, Kirima, you can come in here. It's fine, dear. Yeah. And in comes the Baron's wife, Kirma Umber. And this is when Jax Pavon, hero of the book, goes full bio truths out of nowhere. And it's the weirdest <laughs> fucking thing. Jax, no fatties Pavon. <laughs> Not just that, but OK, here's the whole deal. First of all, yes, Kerma Kerma Umber is a giant woman. Like she's got six inches on the Baron, uh, and also she is big around uh, all over. She's a brick shit house. She's a big lady. She's a big one. She's a big one. We aren't, we aren't necessarily describing her as fat because I don't think the book never does. It just says that the super tight dress she's wearing does not accentuate her bulk in a way that Jax likes. <laughs> that to me just mean, could also mean that she's like muscular or something. She's just big. That's all we know. But it's enough to send him off. Where he not only is he like. Hmm, she's really big. And then he looks over at Deja and is like, she's not really big. In fact, she's hotter. That's the hot one. Not this big one. This skinny one. That's the hot one. That's the one I like. Not that one. This one. I'm Jax Pavon. You're like, yeah. why? What are you fucking comparing them for? Well, he's like, ah, yes. I'm sure Vendalians uh, are probably sexually dimorphic such that the ladies are big rather than the men. I'm sure that the Baron and maybe other Vendalians would find this giant woman attractive. Not me, though. I like this lady. <laughs> she like, got a tight package. Like, why? Okay, I don't care who you like. What do you fuck? What, why are we going on this mental journey with you? Also, what's up with you bio-truthing the entire Vendalian species from your sample size of one of each gender? <laughs> you don't even know if that's all the genders. Yeah. And the, how do you know? Like, she could just be big. He could just like big women. He could be like, yeah, I like them large. I want to jump into her arms and feel safe. Check it out. She's real thick and juicy. <laughs> Got a real juicy double. <laughs> what the fuck? And it, his whole thing where he's like, I guess all Vendalians are sexually dimorphic with the females being larger. That's and a they rare, like that. That's rare among uh, among uh, bipedal uh, sentient species. Usually the males are larger. And I'm like, you don't know that that isn't the case here. Just because he married up to a big lady doesn't mean that every Vendalian ever has. <laughs> What the fuck, man? Jesus, Jax. <laughs> and plus, he's crazy rich and a baron. How are you not first assuming that this is an arranged marriage? I mean, I assumed like, oh, he's a feeder. Yeah, like, that should also be. the indolent rich, and he's like, yeah, I just get her the most expensive space bonbons that I can get. Mm-hmm. There's so many things beyond that this species is sexually dimorphic and tilted towards large ladies. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, it's it's just it's embarrassing, and it goes on for like a page. And Jax Pavon was like, "I bet some people on the internet would be like, step on me, mommy,' but not me, not Jax Pavon." 
I would be like, let me see them Vindalian mommy milkers. That's what I would say if I was into this, but I'm not. I'm into this Zeltron over here. You know, the bereaved, distraught one. You know, this one who were talking to her friend and I've been accusing them of murdering her ex-partner. Huh? You know, my employer. When 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 rating the women in the room as to which one I, Jax Pavon, would lay pipe to, obviously I'm going to arrange them in the following order of relevance. He's like, just shut up. This is gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fact that Jax is just like, oh yeah, if if this Zeltron were to touch me, ooh, you know things would happen. And mm -hmm. you're like, Jax, I don't need to hear about how you're going to come your pants if she touches you. Yeah, okay, we get it already. Zeltrons are super hot. Specifically, these red ones. They're very special. Yeah, great. Yeah, she's not pink. She red. Hang on. I have a few more thoughts about the dress she's wearing right now. No. No, you don't. <laughs> oh, no. I want to go to I-5's point of view, please. <laughs> please go to I-5 who's like, ah, yes, a lady. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, let me consult the internet on Vindalians. Ah, they come in all sapes and sizes, like every sapient thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I see that this is her short king. <laughs> yeah, he's just her short king. I mean, I, Jax is like, the whole species has to be like that. They're not just like in two... Uh, this is uh, Star Wars, and if I ever see two of something, <laughs> that's all of them. Plus, they're probably related, which makes this gross, and, I have and to I'm assume, offended. I have to assume all Vindalians are rich. <laughs> And by art. And, and full on 50% of all Vindalians must be barons, based on my careful inspection of the situation. <laughs> uh, this is just the stupidest thing. <laughs> but anyway, Kerma comes on in, and she is very nice. She's like, yeah, I was never as into the art as my husband. Uh, he's way more of a, I mean, I liked Vess a great deal. I appreciated his bluntness. I really liked Deja. Her and I are good friends. Uh, I respected the process. I very much respected Vespolet, but I was never like the art aficionado that my husband is. So yeah, I'm not the one who's like, "Ooh, look at this piece! Isn't it neat? Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you think the Baron's collection is complete?" <laughs> <laughs> no, instead, I was like, "That's nice, dear. That's very nice." And then I would go have tea with Deja. <laughs> yeah, and then and then she she asked them. She's like, "And by the way, why are you doing this? Aren't you just duplicating police work?" And they is this like, the uh, same shit the police have done? Uh, uh, no, no, we're doing an important thing. <laughs> we're, we're important. <laughs> We've got droid. Yeah. Now, at this point, Jax pivots to one to get out of there. I guess I-5 is getting more and more unruly, and it's hard to deal with. Because uh, he keeps, every time I-5 talks, it's just it's like, just say the rudest possible thing. Because <laughs> huh? he's just like, ah, yes, a giant woman. Did you murder Vesvolette? Hey. Hello. Well, yeah, because Kerma's like, well, obviously you wouldn't think I would do it. And he's like, no, you're definitely a suspect. You probably killed him. You're so big. Look <laughs> at you. You definitely could. Whereas Deja is too weak and womanly to have done it. But you, you are practically a Gamorrean. <laughs> look, look at Deja, willowy and tiny. Mm -hmm. Oh, so weak. You, strong, big, muscly. <laughs> Look at Deja. She is Bill Bixby. Look at you, a total Lou Ferrigno. One of you could have done the kill. <laughs> okay, we're leaving. We're leaving. <laughs> okay, let me get this droid out of here. I love how at this point, I feel like the Baron at this point has started to appreciate how embarrassing this is for everybody because he's like, no, hey, don't you guys want to use all my cool offices and stuff? Come on, hang out. Let me see what I can do to help you. Anything you need. Huh? Hey, keep that horrible droid here. I love it. <laughs> you know, I'm a Baron, right? 
I got so many resources you could use. I'm just waiting for you to say something actionable. <laughs> Come on. Why don't, you, why don't you have a seat right over here? I'm Chris Hansen. <laughs> Come on. Keep that droid in the room until he la- until he slanders me. I need <laughs> I got to have something to do. I can't buy art anymore. <laughs> but no, Jax is like, no, we really got to go. He's like, "Is are you sure? Is there anything I could do for you? And then with the single-minded drive of a role-playing game character on their first level adventure, J- Jax is like, yeah, can I have a lightsaber crystal, please? Yeah. He's just like, hey, uh, I see that these art pieces that you cherish and have, you know, spent the last 20 minutes telling me are your favorite and most valuable things that you own and you would never sell them ever. Hey, can I just get one of the crystals out of those real quick? You could put a different crystal in, right? And it goes into this huge back and forth where he's like, let me just have one of them crystals. And, and, uh, the Baron's, like, visibly upset at this request. Like, what the fuck? No. No, what the fuck is wrong with you? And, and I just told you I would never part with these. And Jax is like, yeah, but you could just, like, put a fucking flashlight or something. You, you can know, put you some can... D-cells in there, right? Put whatever in there. It doesn't fucking matter. Just just connect it to your ceiling and have it work like a light fixture. What, why is this a problem? And he's like, okay, all right, you're being very offensive. And finally, Jax gets the message. Is like, okay, you know what? Assume I'm an idiot about these sculptures. I don't know what I'm talking about. I thought you could just pop the light switch off of them and it'd be fine. And the Baron's like, no. If you take the crystal out, it becomes a formless blob of boring light. It has no shape or color to it at all. Yeah, basically, it just deflates. Mm-hmm. And if you put another energy crystal in there, like the light will turn on, but, but it's just going to be a goop ball of light. It'll never have that shape again if you touch the crystal. And, you know, at first I thought maybe this makes sense. What if, for example, uh, this guy was the supplier of of compressed energy crystals for Vesfilet's work? Like maybe he got lucky and he has like a, a junk drawer in the kitchen that's just full of spare crystals. Ah. But no, he this isn't this wasn't the supplier. So he's just like, no, you can't have one of my crystals. That's a crazy thing to ask. That's what the, the dumbest shit I've ever heard. heard. And Jax is just like, oh, God. Oh, oh, no. Okay. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm very stupid. I did not. I'm a dummy. And, and dumb for so many reasons, because then the Baron's like, by the way, why do you want one? You don't even know how they work. The only other thing they could possibly be used for is lightsaber applications. What do you want with a crystal? Yeah. What is a compressed energy crystal isn't exactly... A normal thing for a private investigator to want. Yeah. And I love the, I mean, I got to appreciate for as bad as I didn't think these, I thought these two chapters were, I, I love that, that, uh, Jax manages to defray this conversation. They're already on the porch. He's like, what did you want that crystal for? Huh, buddy? And he's like, uh, intimate purposes. I can't go into it. I think you probably understand from discretion. I needed it for intimate reasons. Well, Dijon's just like, uh, he's an inventor. He needs yeah. it for inventing a yeah. dildo and then Jax is like yeah i need it for intimate th- and that that's enough like just the word is enough for the baron to be like Ooh, oh in- my intimate reasons so that i shall ask no further jumbe <laughs> <laughs> as a fellow dabbler in the arts of erotic light <laughs> uh i can't fuck my huge wife without looking at one of these light sculptures <laughs> me either buddy <laughs> What is that supposed to mean? Uh, nothing. I he, really should quit talking. I, I-5, understand that it is because he is unattracted to your corpulent wife. <laughs> she sits around the well-appointed Tuscan Villa. <laughs> she is like two Wookiees in a sack race. <laughs> Shut up, I-5. God damn it, I-5. 
<laughs> I never should have given you that dozens program. <laughs> yeah. Your wife is so corpulent. Okay, we're leaving. <laughs> Uh, only for the Baron to respond with like, mm, yes, that's why I married her. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. You know the ones I mean. Uh, she's my big queen. <laughs> Daddy's home. <laughs> Allow me to scale you one more time. <laughs> Mount Kerma. Yeah, I like that in my head, she just... She kept getting bigger and he kept getting smaller the more <laughs> I read. Because every time they talked about like... Oh, yeah, she big, he not. I kept being like, at first it was just like, oh, yeah, he's skinny and she's, you know, just kind of large. Yeah. And then it just kept going into like, all right, well, he's like three foot tall and she's a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in my mind, what they eventually turned into is like, like uh, the husband and wife in a 1930s cartoon about a dance hall. Yes. Where they're like a little tiny skin, hu skinny husband that barely can stand near his giant wife. But I mean, I'm sure I I still prefer my initial vision, which is that she's just jacked. She's just jacked and tall. <laughs> oh, my wife, Karma, I see you have finished your reps. And she's like, I'm fucking yoked. <laughs> and you, you got protein? Who wants to go? <laughs> I got a recipe for your ass kicked. <laughs> hey, any of you do CrossFit? <laughs> Found the CrossFit person. <laughs> I mean, I just prefer that. Like, like he's just a regular dude, and she's like, I don't know, a Rogadin from Final Fantasy fourteen or something. Ah. Just just enormous. He's just Merle vibe proportions. And, and, <laughs> and Jax is still like, oh, I can't see the beauty in that. I'm a, I'm a piece of shit. I just want conventionally hot ladies. I'm just one of those people who who starts at Vieira and will not go below it. Ah. Piece of shit. That's me. Real, real piece of shit, me. Jax Pavan. <laughs> God's own mistake. I'm at least happy that we haven't had to hear his thoughts on Loranth yet. I guess that's uh, probably, they probably saved that for the first book that we didn't probably. read. It was probably. Probably met her and was like, oh, she seems hmm. real serious and dour. But underneath that, she has titties. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, though. One of her leku has been burned off by blasts, and that makes her look gross and deformed to me. I wouldn't have sex with her, but I do rate her above this Sullustin. <laughs> and Den's like, I keep telling you I'm male. <laughs> yes, and I don't judge the attractiveness of males. I just fuck all of them. I'm Jax Pavan. <laughs> it's me, Jax Pavan. <laughs> Your hero. Yeah. So at this point, even Deja's kind of mad at them. Yeah, because they're driving away, and she's like, "Ugh, what the? Why were you guys so? What were you doing? Was, Those are my friends who clearly would never have murdered him. What was any of that?" And and uh, I five's like, "I assume," or, or he's like, "I five, I feel like I should probably like mess with your brain because you were mean as fuck in there." And he's like, "There was no need to be polite. I assume you use the force to scan his brain to see if he was a murderer." And he's like, "Well, yes, I did, and he Duh. isn't." And he's like, "Great, did you scan the female? She should have been easy, hard to miss." <laughs> Of course I didn't. She's gross. I didn't want to get in there. <laughs> my brain in that. <laughs> I'm not going to go digging around in there. She's huge. I only force probe sevens or above. <laughs> you find me a good two set to go probe. You are a piece of shit. <laughs> That's me. 
but yeah, he's just like, did you probe the woman? And he's like, no, oh, no, why, no. Why would I do that? She's like the, the suspect's wife. The suspect's wife is obviously also a suspect. You moron. <laughs> Beep, boop. And De- Deja's like, for fuck's sake, she's so nice. How would she possibly be a suspect? There's no motive. And he's like, it does not matter for motive. She had the tools. She is big and strong. Whereas you could not have been a suspect for you are small and frail. Look at you. Those tiny noodle arms. Do you even lift? <laughs> All of your meat has seems to have gone to your breasts. I find it super inefficient. <laughs> you do not even have children on which to suckle. <laughs> but yeah, she's just getting grumpy with both of them because they won't stop with this. So she's like, great, I'm going to just, you know, drop you off at your house because good God. Uh, what What's the next step? All right, so... You have been a complete asshole, and your droid keeps calling me a tiny little lady. So who couldn't kill a who couldn't kill a whatever he was a manassan for love nor money? And I'll have you know, I could kill three of him, <laughs> and did, <laughs> and I would if I was strong. I mean, um, so anyway, I'll drop you off at your house. Uh, but yeah, those are the chapters we get. <laughs> Well, we got our the, the... hero being a big dickhole <laughs> and our main villain getting clowned on yet again. I mean, it's what not, a book. Yeah, it's not quite over. There's instructions to her where she's supposed to uh, go dig through her records for anyone who could potentially be a suspect. Yeah, and, and anyone else who's yeah. bought art or has had an argument or had art commissioned but never like received it like the senator who wanted it yeah. to be a different color exactly so go dig through and find out or anyone who purchased it extreme like the most recent couple of purchases we want their names too because they might have gone in for the whole increase the value of the art scheme so or you know if it's a crime of i hate this guy the latest people to have any contact with him are going to be the most likely yeah so he they give her that set of instructions and then i think she's like what are you guys going to do and pavon has some you know, noir line. I'm going to fuck around. I'm going to skin the pavement with my boot stompers or whatever noir thing he says. <laughs> and that's that. Yep. And there you go. And what more could you ask for? All right. So thank you so much. I guess we're done with this chapter and it's time to look ahead to what we do next week, which I assume is just going to be more of this. Oh, probably. I probably mean, if we just switched books, that would be weird. <laughs> one of these days we'll do it. <clears throat> we're just right in the middle of a book. Be like, hey, everyone, uh, new book. That one sucked. <laughs> I, you know what? That might. Next time we're doing one of those like anthology type books, that could very well happen. We read another chapter where like Wooher is grinding up Greedo to make Rodia foot wine or whatever. And we're like, not nah, good. We're good. No, I'm nah, all right. No, we're just going to the next book. Thank you. Uh, nope. <laughs> All right. So as always, if you would like to hear more, we will, of course, be making our bonus content, which you can find by going to patreon.com slash system mastery and supporting us at the $2 level, uh, at which we will go to Wikipedia, find all kinds of fun Star Wars facts and come back to tell them to each other and to you. Uh, that's at patreon.com slash system mastery. So, hey, I'm excited to go do it, and I hope you're excited to come hear it. Yep. There's mm-hmm. no dearth of dumb bullshit in Star Wars. We have decades worth of garbage to sift through. Oh, it's going to keep going forever. We will never be done. And uh, also, if you don't want to do that, hey, you can support us in a new way now because our next book is now available for pre-order. Ooh, pre-order. Yeah, there's even a picture on the, Im- uh, there's an image for it on the on Amazon now. Oh, Earlier, it's not just a coming soon. Yeah, there's actually images up. It's a gorgeous purple book. Uh, it is called The Dungeon Meister Cookbook, and it is 75 new recipes for cooking 
I thought you were about to say it's $75, and I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> no, it's not. It's actually a really good price, considering what it is. Like, every time I find out more about what's going on with this book beyond the writing of it, I am consistently impressed. It's 75 party-friendly recipes for game night. So basically, the idea is to elevate beyond ordering pizza to the next step. So it's easy, some easy, some more advanced recipes, but all that are designed for sharing around a game table. But you're not going to have to be like, well, I'm going to make this roast for the next 12 hours. I mean, there is a recipe in there for a roast that takes 12 hours but no, i'm kidding there actually isn't that i think the longest thing is a pulled pork recipe yeah and even then the hard ones are mentioned is like hey this is this is the level nine of this book this is the hard like the hot water meat crust pie that's in there that that's like hey don't try this unless you have a lot of time and a lot of patience yeah but trying to make hot water meat crust <laughs> hot water crust meat pie thank you uh but 75 recipes and this is what i mean by saying that this book is consistently impressing me more the cocktail guide was black and white sketch art this thing is full color page art and full color photography all the way throughout and it oh, is it's high high production it's, value. oh it's gorgeous and it's 19 dollars. that's amazing it's nuts that given it, what normal cookbooks cost yeah that's great yeah so it's a, it's a great deal it's got a lot of my old family recipes and personal creations plus a bunch more recipes from all over the place and uh, i can't wait for people to see it it will come out in april but the pre-orders have started already please go support us and buy that book i cannot wait to see how it does yep or so, just leave us ratings on itunes and stitcher yeah or you can just be like you know see us at twitter at system mastery and be like good job good job guys i like what you did yeah fine. thumbs up I'll nice take, job you know what i'll take a compliment every now and then it's fine Sometimes I just like someone to be like, hey, that was that was a good episode. And I'll be like, thank you. I would love that. A lot of the time people, their comment is, I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to denigrate because I, I love the compliments, but they'll be like, you guys made this one joke in that episode. And I laughed and laughed. And I'm like, did we? I don't remember doing that. Okay. I don't remember anything. That happened today when someone congratulated us on making like an 8-bit NFT joke in some episode. And I was like, we did? What? We, who? What? Huh? That was a joke? Huh? Cool. <laughs> I wish I could have heard that. <laughs> It just came out of my mouth. I was thinking about something else. Yeah, you know, we talked about them uh, them lazy apes or whatever. <laughs> That's right, we did. That's what it was. All right, so thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again real soon with yet more exciting Star Wars content. And until we do, I've been Elan Sleazebogiano. And I love giant women. Giant women.